Okay, producer Phil, you're welcome. I ah, Santa Sana. Yeah, you remember last time we talked about um, a lot of things like issues which we did on our podcast, and uh, today we are proceeding. We are going on with the podcast, and for you as a viewer or listener, if you want to meet us on podcast, uh, you can go to Breaker. That is an app, a platform where you get our podcast. That is Dundo Hedon. And then we got the radio public. We are available. And for those who are using iPhones, please, you can go to iTunes. We are available as Mdundo. And also Spotify and Google podcast app. We are available. So we talked last time, producer Phil, and we said this time around we're going to talk about, you know, youth and leadership. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, what comes to your mind when you, you know, you hear the word youth? And what do you think of youth? First of all, when I hear the word youth, the first thing that comes in my head is promise and potential you know Mm -hmm. these are people who still have full life in front of them Uh, somebody like me who is already in my mid 40s I know that uh, basically I'm already halfway there and very soon I will be expiring you know so when I hear youth when I see youth I see promise and I see future yeah, that's true, because if you look at the word youth, I mean, the definition, because people are stuck, you know, between when it comes to ages that somebody is supposed to be called a youth, at what age? But then I was doing a little bit of research, and I realized that, you know, we rely on the World Health Organization on a lot of things, like what they come up with, even things like the CDC right now, those are all under the World Health Organization. I mean, it's a big umbrella that defines human life, human character, human behavior, and a lot of things that people, the way people should be treated and they say that as a youth that is you should be between the age of that is they say 10 to 24 years okay yeah and then they say if you are an adolescent that is from 10 to 19 years they say you are an adolescent so i didn't know that you know somebody would be going through that adolescent phase at the age of 19 Mm -hmm. but they say that 14 and under is a child so if somebody tells you that you're childish maybe he's kind of seeing that you have characters traits of a 14 year old uh-huh. Because they say 14 and under, mm-hmm. that is a child. Yep. So every time somebody tells you that you're childish, they're trying to remind you that you are behaving in a manner likely to suggest that you're below the age of, you know, 14. Maturity level. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you are even 30, but you have the character traits of a 14-year-old, so mm-hmm. they say you're a child. Mm-hmm. But today we are looking at the youth. Okay. And you say that when you see a youth, when you hear the word youth, you see promise. I see promise. Yeah. Why, mm-hmm. why do you say you see promise? Uh, I, I actually say the word, the thing that I see mostly is uh, promise, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, these are people who will, like even uh, with you, whatever you're doing in life, you know, you know that uh, uh, its meaning and its uh, significance will be carried on because there are people there who are going to t- take over when you are done, when your tenureship is done, you know. Um, We all have, at our workplaces, uh, we have uh, different age group. My job, we have different age group. We have people who are in their 60s, late 60s, all the way to uh, people who are just in their early 20s, 
Yeah. And you know, when we are interacting together, we know that the department is going to be strong because whatever I know, whatever I have learned in the past 20 or so years, yes. I know I'm going to, working with this 20-year-old, I'm going to teach him, I'm going to uh, show him. So promises there, we know that what we've been working for, it's not going to die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I really agree. And, you know, on the basis of promise, and that's why we've had problems today, because you see a lot of times, thank you, Pastor Francis is watching from Kisumu. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, one thing that I realized about promise, I think uh, it's getting misused right now because that's why we have these leaders, you know, who are stuck in power. Mm -hmm. And they keep telling the youth, you know, you are the the future. Yeah. You are the leaders of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But there's a song when I was growing up, I used to listen, especially in my teenage, I loved country music so much. Mm -hmm. And I was a fan of Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. And they had this song that says that tomorrow is forever. You know? mm -hmm. say that yesterday is gone. It's gone. Gone for good. But tomorrow mm -hmm. is forever. Yes. And uh, when I was also a teenager, I used to go to the retail store and uh, those are like grocery stores if you go abroad. You mm -hmm. know? And these uh, shopkeepers, that's what we call them, mm -hmm. you know, the cashiers, they had this placard mm -hmm. right in front of the, you know, the, 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 the cash register. Yes. And it says that for credit come tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then if you go the next day and tell them, okay, you said for credit that should come today. And then they say, no, really, no, it says come today, tomorrow. tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think every time these leaders tell us that, you know, youths are the leaders of tomorrow, it's like they keep shifting the goalpost. Yes. Because if they tell you tomorrow, and Dolly Pound says tomorrow is forever, mm -hmm. so it means that tomorrow never comes. It, it will never come. Yeah. And that's why you see even in our leadership uh, structures, uh, positions right now, especially in our country, you find a lot of people who are leading, whether it's the presidents and them, yeah. they don't want to really give these young people, they feel like uh, these young people are still uh, not prepared enough. Yeah. But the thing is that when will the time come when they also can partake in this leadership pie? Yeah, and uh, coming to the point of preparedness, mm -hmm. uh, do you think we should blame these leaders or we should blame the youth themselves? Uh, the blame falls on both, uh, on both sides. Uh, the leaders, first of all, they are too selfish. Yeah. You know, power is uh, addictive. I think, I think Ken is asking which oil DJ Wallace used today. <laughs> Thank you so much, brother. I see that. <laughs> Blessings, brother. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yes, John Jones says, great to see you. Thank you, John Jones. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so um, I'm saying that uh, the blame falls on both sides. <laughs> uh, the current leaders and the young people. First of all, the current leaders, because they are not giving uh, this youth a uh, uh, chance, you know, to experiment in power. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You know, uh, if you go abroad, you see a lot of uh, congressmen, yes. uh, senators. They usually look for the, some bright minds in high school. And then they're given scholarship to go to Washington, D.C., stay there for about three months and intern to see how politics works. Yeah. And then after that, they either go through the Bright fellow, uh, Fellowship or find other scholarships to go study uh, either law, political, political science, or whatever. Yeah. And then after that, they start interning with pay uh, in the Congress. Mm -hmm. This one you'll never find in our country. 
because with them it's all about if there is something that needs to be done it's yeah. my brother my sister it has to be me first of all my people mm-hmm. the money has to stay here yeah. i don't have i don't believe i don't give opportunity to other people yeah. now the youth i can put the blame a little bit on them because uh, we as Kenyans we are very how can i say i can say maybe we have uh, um, a messiah mentality mm-hmm. you know yes a messiah mentality we know that we deserve better we know that we should demand this or should demand that but we don't do it because we feel like uh, if we agitate the power they're going to come after us so what do we do mm-hmm. we look for somebody who is going to fight for us somebody yeah. who's going to be the messiah somebody who's going to be the Joshua yeah. to help us pa- cross over we yeah. don't want to take that responsibility on ourselves and i'm not saying that we should be violent or anything we can engage you know politically we can engage we yeah. can even engage just by uh, you know starting our own grassroots grassroots uh, organization political parties here and there not to run but just to educate each other about politics in general how we can go ahead and um, <clears throat> excuse me how we can uh, go ahead and uh, challenge the powers that be whether it is the mayor whether it is the governor whether it is the MCA we can find a way to engage them so they don't create programs for us say hey come on we're going to ha- be having a program here come over we tell them we have a program we want you to come to answer questions for us because we are we we employ them yeah we are the one who should hold them accountable they should be accountable to us so it it lays on both sides but majority i would like to say young people take take control yeah i mean uh, uh, looking at that from the point of view that you're putting it i also agree and i understand because there's a problem that we have currently. I think the youths are folding up so much because when I say they're folding up, mm-hmm. I mean they just sit back and then they become more of spectators than, you know, anything else. Mm-hmm. Because I come to realize that <clears throat> if you look at the society today that we're living in, you find that every time an opportunity comes, you know, we have these people that feel that our leaders should come and, you know, show us how to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the moment the youth start looking at these old guards or their leaders, you know, mm-hmm. then they are losing that focus of who they should be or the potential of what they can do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Because I'll give you a good example. You know, being a youth, they say that this is the backbone, you know, mm-hmm. of every country yeah. in terms of industrialization, mm-hmm. in terms of, let's say, even innovation mm-hmm. and everything else. Mm-hmm. It should start with the youth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the past, the history of education and all that, the things, the inventions that came, like, let's look at the plane that we fly these days. Mm-hmm. Is the right brothers and these yeah. were just, you know, Very young, young people, people who Very decided young. to bring their minds together. Yes. And they knew that. We can do more, mm-hmm. you know, because when you are a youth, mm-hmm. you're still fresh. You can do like my memory right now is not the same memory that I had when I was 18. That's true. Right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tend to forget things, mm-hmm. you know. I'm this person that can put maybe, let's say, even some money somewhere and then I just keep looking, you know, the whole house I'm searching and I don't find it. Mm-hmm. It means my memory is failing. But back then, I knew where I'd keep each and everything that I had. That's true. You know. Mm-hmm. So this youth, I think it should start within the community. Okay. Because if you say that you are the leaders of tomorrow, mm-hmm. 
and then this tomorrow should start today. Today. And it should start within the community. Mm -hmm. But if you find that you're a youth and within your community, you've never led anything. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, even people have just a small project there, mm -hmm. even a backyard party mm -hmm. or even a barbecue. Mm -hmm. I mean, you should be there to say that, okay, I'll do the budget, you know. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that this barbecue is, you know, successful, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And another one said, okay, I'll be in charge of security and I'll make sure that nobody gets shot, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. That's how leadership starts. Yes. And then if it goes smoothly, people say that, okay, we've seen what he did in, at the barbecue, uh -huh. you know, or mm -hmm. at the fish fry or something. Yeah. And what he did is good. This guy has some leadership acumen. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. And this is how it, it starts to portray. Yes. It starts to show. Mm -hmm. But the problem now, you find that most of the youth, they always have this mentality about, you know, our leader should do it for us. And yes. the way you say that, the messianic thing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And when I talk about that, I look at Africa. Mm -hmm. This is where we have problems because you find that our youth, most countries, look at Nigeria, for instance. Mm -hmm. This is a country that has been struggling and the youth, what they can do right now is that they think of, you know, how they can make money, all means, what they can do, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And every time you ask them what's the problem, they're like, the country is hard. Mm -hmm. But the country is so hard because when elections come, mm -hmm. you find that these same youth, they're queuing behind the same old guys. Mm -hmm. And I always say one thing. If you're young right now mm -hmm. and you've gone without food, mm -hmm. you know how it feels to go without food. Yeah. But, you know, if I have a leader mm -hmm. who has not gone through all these things, because, I mean, we're living in the ghetto, for example, mm -hmm. and we know the problem that the ghetto has. Mm -hmm. We need to raise a leader from within the ghetto. That's the thing. Somebody who has gone through that, mm -hmm. he has seen the challenges. If you talk of police brutality, mm -hmm. this person has gone through it. Yes. If you talk about hunger, he has gone through it. If mm -hmm. you talk about crime, he knows how crime operates. That's Tomorrow, if this person is the leader, mm -hmm. he knows each and every corner. Yes where the problem is, mm -hmm. and they can solve it. Mm -hmm. But the problem now, when we have these people, we have youths who believe that, you know, I can't really do this, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. But when are you ready? Mm -hmm. yeah. It is that uh, victim mentality exactly. that we, we like to uh, ascribe to us so that we don't take ownership of, of anything. Um, uh, real quick, let me just say this. Pastor Francis is saying here that... Uh, uh, when our current leaders took uh, over leadership, they were not prepared as such. They were very young. Remember, Akina Tomboya and the likes were in their early 20s. Why can't they trust the youth today? Well, a good, a good question there, but you have to remember people who had that uh, vision of, uh, you know, they, ca they came in young and they had vision of uh, helping the youth. Those are the people that were eliminated. Tom Boyer did a lot. In fact, even um, uh, Barack Obama's uh, dad, Obama Sr., he came to the U.S. under a scholarship that uh, Tom Boyer was working on. Yeah. So he saw vision. He saw young people. He saw how we can bring up leaders. But then there were those who just felt the thing that is uh, affecting uh, Kenya is mostly people who feel like Kenya is ours. You know, Kenya is ours. Or when it comes to any other country, this is ours. We we, we created it or we fought for it. So until we have that inclusivity, and then as uh, DJ say, DJ Lestape is saying, um, we cannot just keep queuing behind these 
all politicians because they're giving us 500 uh, 500 shillings and that 500 shillings you're going to eat it in two days and it's gone and then what he goes to the parliament he goes to the senate he go wherever he's going and uh, you are left here for another five years lamenting wishing that another messiah will come and help us cross so it is something we have to be proactive do something find what you can do be be a be a community organizer you know there's so many things in the community that can be dealt with there's so many uh, uh let's say um girls who need um uh sanitary paddings boys who need this and that don't wait until um a church or uh, another philanthropic organization come to mm-hmm. do it you mobilize go to the community business people local business people i'm not talking go to billionaires and stuff just go to regular people and see if you can get help to this community uh uh this uh community people who are in need that is how we see you as a servant because you know leadership there is that leadership where you are the lord and there is servant leadership that it is needed right now we go there so that we can serve the people who send us or people who choose us to represent them yeah that, that's true and just to input on that uh, another input is that you know just there's a point that you touched mm-hmm. about where you know the youth just get five dollars you know and <clears throat> the right queuing behind someone else mm-hmm. you know and this happens a lot because These leaders always tell the youths, okay, you guys, you should form a youth group so that we can, you know. That is during elections. You yes. Know? Mm-hmm. That's when now they want them to form youth groups. And these youth groups is just that they can come and, you know, gift you a little bit of money, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once you elect them, they get into that office and that is it. Different and guy. then they go and then mm-hmm. after five years, they're coming they come back, back and they want those. Another. And those mm-hmm. is the same, same leaders. And that's why they keep saying that come next election year, I want you people to maybe make me the governor mm-hmm. make because when i was growing up i grew up in the city and i've seen same leaders ever since because i know an mp that is a member of parliament i know a governor who mm-hmm. has been in politics ever since i was a little boy they're just lower. switching positions and they're see yeah they just mm-hmm. hey, exactly just mm-hmm. switching positions today i'm a governor tomorrow i'm a senator tomorrow i'm you know mm-hmm. the mp tomorrow i'm the i'm 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 the i'm i'm the, I'm the, I'm the what whatever you know mm-hmm. and I always say these people they call them councillors and all that mm-hmm. i always feel that what representative should be youths yes i don't see why us i mean 50 year old man mm-hmm. is going to be a ward representative like mm-hmm. what for what mm-hmm. i mean it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. but we still have them and then they're coming these positions should be the youth even the i mean the members of parliament and all that and even the presidency right now mm-hmm. it should be for the youth yes because mm-hmm. these are the people who are going through each and every situation mm-hmm. imagine you've worked all your life mm-hmm. and that's why i'm telling you we keep recycling leaders all the time yes. mm-hmm. because we have the same leaders coming over and over and over and over again and The reason I'm here today I don't want to blame the leaders. Mm-hmm. I want to blame the youths. Mm-hmm. Because the youths are folding back too much But to an extent that you know they don't even support each other because if you are youths, mm-hmm. you know, in a given community mm-hmm. in the society, mm-hmm. we should see that the challenges that we are facing as youths right now. Mm-hmm. We have a problem with this and that. We should raise one of our own, mm-hmm. you know. Now, I, I I have a quick question for you here. Do you think that this one here we should Your generation should blame my generation for not setting a good example and 
the generation behind you should blame you for not setting a good example. Like, we need to find a way to break this cycle, you know? Because when we were going through it as young people in high school, uh, as teenagers in high school, then uh, through college and stuff, we didn't even think, you know, we believed that, oh my gosh, those are the leaders. We need to find the leader that stands or that aligns with what I, I believe or what I stand for instead of us. Because when we were in, when we were in uh, high school, I don't know about you, I was a great debater. I love debating. Now, that is one of, what, that's one of the things that they do in the parliament every day. I mean, with us, it was about changing the other, one, the other side opinions. But now when you go to politics, it's about uh, changing policy. Policies that is going to affect us. But because we uh, kind of didn't, uh, we didn't demand the baton from those who are uh, uh, in front of us, you know, we yeah. became complacent. And uh, your generation didn't demand it from us. Yeah. And the people behind you didn't demand it from you. So maybe we should start an education system, yeah. a local community education system where we are encouraging the youth. You need to demand, not ask, you need to demand for more than what is being given to you. Yeah, about that, you talked about education and stuff like that. And I think that is one of the areas that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. in a future podcast because mm-hmm. I've looked at it. I mean, the kind of, you know, the curriculum and the syllabus that we get mostly in Africa. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, um, I mean, I've been an African a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> why, too. yeah, and mm-hmm. that's why I always like to do mm-hmm. deal with issues that affect yes. Africa mm-hmm. as a continent. Yes. Because if we can bring that together, mm-hmm. we can make something great out of it. I mean, and that's why today we are addressing our youth uh-huh. that it's time that we as Africans, we should know that the leadership now mm-hmm. should change its course. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes when the river is overflowing, it changes its course. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. And that's what we need right now. Mm-hmm. Because, like you just said, I agree. You know, we are not going to blame this and blame that and blame that, mm-hmm. but we should take a different course right now. Yes. Because if you look at what's happening today, and it really hurts me, mm-hmm. because you see that a lot of the youth right now, they keep saying there is no jobs, no employment. Mm-hmm. And there is, I mean, there's nothing like, you know, unemployment. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of jobs there, even mm-hmm. in the government. Mm-hmm. But the problem is the kind of leadership that we have. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm a youth, I'm raised mm-hmm. in the streets and I know how the streets look like. And I don't know how prone the young people are to fall into crime mm-hmm. because they don't have jobs. Mm-hmm. What should I do if I, I'm in power? Mm-hmm. I should know that, okay, where well, there are no jobs, I should create more. Yeah. And then for these grown people, these old men who keep recycling, because look at every time the president names the cabinet. You don't see somebody who is no. less than, you know. You no. don't see a 30-year-old in no. the cabinet, Mm-mm. you know. Mm-mm. 50s, and then you hear that, oh, he used to work for the railways corporation. From there, mm-hmm. he went and worked for the postal services. And now he's the cabinet secretary for sports mm-hmm. and gender. Mm-hmm. And you ask yourself, like, this guy has worked all his life. Mm-hmm. And then you find a young man who's just graduated from college mm-hmm. and then he's looking for a job and then they want five years experience. Mm-hmm. 
10 years experience. 10 years experience. And you're straight Where from college. Where has he worked? He's mm-hmm. straight from college. Mm-hmm. And then another one who has been to the railways, the postal and everything, now he's the cabinet secretary. Mm-hmm. He's the ambassador to France. He's mm-hmm. the ambassador to Belgium, to Ukraine and everywhere. So we're just recycling this yeah, all. Yeah, so the things. only thing that the youths own these days are just Instagram accounts and Facebook and, you know, they're just on social WhatsApp media. Groups. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they just, and if they lead, mm-hmm. they become a chairman in a funeral contribution WhatsApp group. <laughs> I mean, that's where they can lead. <laughs> I ask myself every day, why is this happening? That is because now the youths are not protesting. And I don't mean that we should come out and fight and throw stones no. and hold all these things. <laughs> but we should do it when the poli- we should start building our grassroots politics. That's true. And then we as youths, mm-hmm. we always say that let's build our own. Like, you know, buy Africa, build Africa. Mm-hmm. Now we as youths, we should elect our own and do what? Build our own. Yes. Because if I am a youth mm-hmm. and I'm fighting for another youth to come and take charge, mm-hmm. and then this youth, we should entrust this person who understands, you know, mm-hmm. what and the limits and the things that people go through as a youth. So yes. that when he gets there, mm-hmm. he makes sure that if he's maybe the governor, you know, his cabinet should consist of the youths. Can he say he's dead? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, these are the kind of problems that we're having yes. through this field, and it really hurts me. Because we see even Ken himself, mm-hmm. who is now watching and is saying he's dead. Mm-hmm. I know he has qualities of leadership because he's a person that I've worked with. Mm-hmm. And you find that when he's working, uh-huh. he's the same youth that are opposing another youth. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we yes. youth, yeah, you find that the mm-hmm. youth don't want to see another youth trying to, you know. But we don't know that if one of us is up there. He can pull you up. Now, if we go and tell him, you know what, man, we hustled with you. Mm-hmm. You know the things that are happening down here, mm-hmm. you know. We need this and that. You should understand. But, yes. you know, if you go to a rich person who just has, you know, a big tummy and that's all they possess and mm-hmm. they have money and they're swinging, you know, mm-hmm. on a seat like this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? I'll look into that. They're mm-hmm. always looking into yeah. that. I'll mm-hmm. see what I can do. Yeah. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. They'll always see. And they've been seeing what they can do and they do it like that over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, we as youths, let's avoid this, you know, Instagram manenos, you know, this mm-hmm. thing that we say, you know what? I'm the boss. I'm this. I'm this. You're not a boss until... You take charge of your own destiny. But uh, I, I'm just going to use that Instagram as a segue to talk about something. Yeah. Not, not Maybe not on the uh, topic for today, but, yeah. uh, no problem. you know, social media has become a very uh, powerful force in our community, in the world. I mean, I can either have this uh, laptop here, Call uh, i7. Um, I mean, the processor is great. Uh, it has a, uh, I think it has 256 uh, gigabytes of storage. Or I can take this device, walk with it around town, and do everything that I could do using this laptop. I mean, the laptop is small, so this is also a powerful thing. So when I go to when used correctly, when I go on Instagram, it's not just to go flex to show people. When you go on Instagram, come up with an idea, because that can be your source of income too. Come up with an idea, monetize it, and be consistent with it, and see if it's going to work for you. Yeah, I I get it. You know, every time I always give an example of Instagram, it's because of the things that I see that I don't like. Mm -hmm. Because, you see, the Instagram has painted the country to an extent that the government thinks that life is easy. Yeah. You know, oh, these yes. days, the youths, they're just like, you know, all youths, you know, they mm-hmm. see a white man and then like, oh, hold on a minute, man, can I have a selfie? And then they take a selfie and then they post. 
in Ukraine. <laughs> in Germany. You know, and once, once the government looks at that, they're like, oh, we oh, have a good. lot of youths doing well. Yeah. You know? And then we have the Slay Queen and all that, and now they feel that life is easy. Yeah. That's the problem. So even 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 the mobile phones and all these gadget beat, you know, a MacBook or whatever that you have, uh-huh. if you use it properly, you know, some people use it to generate income, which is good. Yes. But I'm just saying that the youths today, we've mm-hmm. given into things that really you know, you're trying to paint life. I, I was doing a research the other day, and I realized a lot of people, mm-hmm. like I have a lot of friends who are in, uh, in the Middle East. Okay. A country like Qatar is importing a lot of, you know, labor from labor. Kenya. Yeah. This is human capital that we are losing. Yeah, potential. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. But every time you ask them, I ask my friends, why did you go there? And then they're like, man, you know, life is hard. Mm-hmm. Back home, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And then we have people from West Africa trying to go to, you know, France and, and, and Britain. Yes. And those guys are getting cheap labor from us. You ask yourself, why is it that we are always importing labor, you know? And you know, exporting, exporting our labor. labor. Yeah. But you know, the sad thing, even when we're exporting labor, I was on the plane one day, uh, used uh, Egypt Air. Mm. And... Uh, Egypt Air left Cairo at around, um, it left Cairo night, maybe around 10, yeah, 10 p.m. Cairo time. And uh, there were two ladies who were sitting in front of me. Now with me, I had slept well the whole day, so I didn't have any sleep. And um, I just stood, stood uh, sat there, started reading a book because uh, the, the show that they had on uh, TV wasn't that great so i was just reading but i stopped reading because my attention my concentration uh couldn't stay on the book i was listening to what the two ladies in front of me were talking about Mm. they had gone to work um in one of the middle east countries yeah and they were talking about the hardship you know when i got there the first thing they did they took my phone after they took my phone they would make me stand there while the whole family is eating after everybody has ate they would take all the leftovers from the people from the from the plates from the plates yeah put them together and uh, then give it to me there's a buffet and, yeah <laughs> it is sad yeah. I, I, I said I'm, I, I'm not a dog I won't do that and all this thing so you know sometimes we have to uh, this is if any leader anybody who knows a leader can who's uh, listening yeah who's listening right like, now go tell what our leaders our children our kids are suffering they're suffering so much because we don't have anything for them right now and um they're going to these countries where they're being treated like dogs yeah. just to make very little that is not even helping. Exactly. Yeah. And you they know? just make like about $500 a month and you have people at home to take care of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sad. And I realized the other time I was talking to some friends from uh, it Saudi Arabia and they were telling me that, you know, the embassy in Saudi Arabia is doing nothing. And every time they go there, they get thrown out, you know. I by the Kenyan ambassador. I mean, you, you've had so many times where they're saying that uh, there is a Kenyan lady who who was killed somewhere or was being tortured, and they're not doing anything. Yeah, Seems the, like they don't have bargaining uh, power. Yeah, it's so sad, and that's, right. that's why I'm saying that, you know, the youth should really take over the country. And that right is because now. of our leadership. Our who leadership. are recycled because this person who has made a lot of money, they've worked in different posts, and they don't care about And you. then on top of that, they're borrowing so much. They're yeah. borrowing so much from this country that, they have that to they're losing so yeah. that bargaining power. To yeah, come and say, cannot. hey, we have a citizen there who is going through hardship. We want her or we want him. But because you owe them so much, you don't 
have that authority, don't have that power to talk yeah. to them. You know, once you take money from someone, you become a slave. You're a slave to them. Sami J, thank you for joining. And that's what I was telling you, you know. Mm-hmm. I have friends like, mostly when I talk about Saudi Arabia, it really hurts me. Mm-hmm. Because when I see people who go there, they're youths, mm-hmm. you know. And they go there because they say life back home is hard. It's and hard. then if you ask them how much do they pay you, they say they get $500. Mm. And then you ask them, do you have a family at home? Yeah, I have my mom at home. Mm-hmm. I have my siblings. And then $500, that's 50,000 Kenya shillings. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that is no money it's if you're working. Oh, so Mm-mm. you remain a slave working there, sending mm-hmm. all the money home, mm-hmm. and nothing is, happens. And then when you're mistreated, mm-hmm. there's nobody to fight for you. Yep. And this is because the country itself is so hard because the leaders that we have, we have leaders who don't care True. about the people. All the youths for tomorrow. True. So what I, I, I really urge the youths right now, mm-hmm. before we start fleeing away from our country and exporting our well, you know, our good labor outside there, mm-hmm. we can use this same labor to build our country. To this is when we create opportunities for young people. Yes. So I think come the elections, you know, mm-hmm. we should be able to raise people mm-hmm. from within us, from amongst us, and they should be youths. Because mm-hmm. these old guards, they've made money. Their kids are learning abroad. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. The kids are maybe studying abroad mm-hmm. and you know they're working abroad. And back home, you find that each and every company or corporation mm-hmm. they have their kids mm-hmm. running it or their family yes. members. Mm-hmm. Why should we keep doing this? Why? This is because we have you see that let's say if this is the Otieno's family, mm-hmm. Otieno's family keeps going like that, and now we believe that leadership belongs to them, mm-hmm. and then there is that hierarchy mm-hmm. whereby now. It's just them. Once one is gone, we replace with another. Mm-hmm. We keep replacing from the same family. Mm-hmm. Does it mean that we don't have people that can lead? And every time we have another thing of people being told that I want to choose this leader, mm-hmm. this person will work with me. Mm-hmm. No, you don't choose who will work with you. We, we choose who will work for us. Mm-hmm. No, we want people who are working with us, not even for us, but mm-hmm. with, us. with us. Whereby we come. I ask people every day. The leaders, they should be going back to the constituents and mm-hmm. they're telling you, okay, I've come back. I want to give you a report of what I've done. Mm-hmm. And I want you to give me a report of what I've not done. First of all, anybody who is a senator or a, or a uh, what's the other? A governor, MP, whatever. Yeah, an MP. Those yeah, will be going to Nairobi, yeah, leaving yeah, the they're, community. They're public servants. Everybody who has been elected to those positions when you're going to Nairobi, you need an active, a well-staffed office in the community so that if people have any complaint, they can go there. And that's how they're going to connect. We don't want to be sending you letters and text messages all the way to Nairobi. And phone calls that you don't, you yeah, don't receive. We want an office in the community that is being staffed by well-abled, sharp young people that can be taking questions and complaints from the from your constituents so that we can be well represented yeah that's how it works so i think uh what we have to say today is that the youth should just you know wake up you know they should rise up and start doing what they've not been doing mm-hmm. and that is leadership I know that each and every country in Africa holds election every five years, four years, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I say that every time people go to these elections, I think the youths should always consider that at least 60%, mm-hmm. you know, of these elective, you know, mm-hmm. positions mm-hmm. should go to the youth. To the youth. And that's because the youth, if you say that the future of tomorrow, mm-hmm. then let them start today so that by tomorrow they are ready. And another thing that they should do, mm-hmm. they should make sure that we know they have the bargaining power, mm-hmm. you know. But the problem is they get just little handles and then they don't do what they ought to do. But you know, our leaders are very smart too. They know they want to hold that power so they create some uh, <laughs> some uh, annoying... How can, uh, I, I want to find the right word. 
uh, let's say they just create some position that are there just to you know play with our them, yeah, like oh yeah. we're going to have a youth representative that's the problem a women representative no we don't want youth representative and women representative we want youth and we want women yeah in taking politics. care of yeah they're yeah. right in the government and they're doing what they ought to do mm-hmm. and that's the problem so i think today this should be a wake-up call we're just here to tell the youth that you can do more yes you know True. and that you are the rightful owners of those respective countries so we want our youths to wake up mm-hmm. and uh, change the course of this flow because we've been flowing towards whereby we have that the joshua mentality yeah you know that messianic whatever whereby we mean we believe that if you go to this region, mm-hmm. they are king of politics and yeah. so on. So, mm-hmm. And that king is 90 years old. <laughs> then you go the other side, they are king of politics and so on. So on. You don't rise against them. If you try to rise against them, you are gone politically. Mm-hmm. That is not right. Some even go as far as, you know, making sure that you're dead, which is not right. So I think our leaders, uh, tomorrow should be the youth. And when today and tomorrow and even after tomorrow mm-hmm. should be the youth because the youth when you look at the youth you look at potential yes you look at capability mm-hmm. you look at you know strength it's strength mm-hmm. you see a lot of you know innovation you, and everything do you know these people who we are looking at them right now they are in their 60s you know the jeff bezos the bill gates yeah. the even uh, Zuck, uh, zuckerberg who of facebook yeah you know these people became millionaire bill gates he made his first billion yeah. when he was 21 years old look at that 21 because they got the, they took the platform yeah. yeah they knew what they were good at and thank god that they are i don't know if it's their schools or whatever they didn't even take they didn't i mean the education the, the education you know. system also support i mean you know contributes and that's why I want to let we should talk about the curriculum that you know okay we study back in africa it's not innovative it's one whereby we are more dependent than anything else mm-hmm. because if i'm going to put on a watch that is made by a four-year-old in china mm-hmm. and while myself i can't even make just a needle for sewing a cloth mm-hmm. i mean and yes. then i say that you know i'm going to school we have a lot of people graduating from technical schools and universities in africa mm-hmm. who cannot even you know uh mix sugar in a cup of tea <laughs> you know and you keep asking yourself like what do they go to school for yeah you know so i think mm-hmm. these are things that we should address sure. but i think next time we should be talking about qualities of good leadership okay so that these youths mm-hmm. the moment they become leaders they should know they should the know. qualities of a good leader so mm-hmm. that they don't forget mm-hmm. where, they're coming where they from. came from when they go there mm-hmm. they know the qualities that they should possess mm-hmm. so we are trying to hone them we're preparing them and, for tomorrow and when you saying they should not forget where they came they came from we are not saying that you should come back and, and give handouts yeah give people money you know create, you you know what to go and do and create ground. opportunities yes exactly raise leaders yeah mm-hmm. exactly so that once he's a leader mm-hmm. he's gonna raise more or she's gonna raise more leaders yes you know mm-hmm. so we will be talking about the qualities of a good leader so i hope you're gonna stick with us next time we come on a podcast like this and we really thank you guys. Francis, uh, Pastor Frank is saying that you are born for more than this. Yeah, that's oh, yes. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really agree and we, we, we consent to that. Mm-hmm. So, Producer Phil, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add on top of that. I think uh, we have already touched as much as we could. Yeah. Um, just know, young people, we need you. Yeah. We trust you and uh, we believe in you. Yes. You are not... As uh, Frank just said, um, yeah, and we'd like more. you guys to be engaging with us. You yeah, know. you can be asking us questions. I know Ken said that we need to give you some more music and uh, so we can take a water break. Yes. Um, Frank, I'm going to do just that. The post that I was looking for 
It said, uh, Francis says, youth are the leaders of today, you know, but you're not just going to be an arbitrary leader. You have to take charge. Yes. You know, nobody is going to hand you that leadership. Yeah. Do it. You have to go for it, you know. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, we, we are making our, our telephone lines, right? So yes. mm-hmm. our viewers and listeners will be able to be calling, you know, directly mm-hmm. and we would be someone has a new comment. And we would be like engaging you directly so you could be able to call us. We're gonna make it on WhatsApp or something. Okay. Like that. Uh Francis says powerful word. Uh is saying music please. Oh, what, was the, what was the question? Okay, I'm saying that uh it's gonna be a WhatsApp call or whatever. Uh, we're going to we're make going it, to think we're about going to make it both. Yeah, we're gonna for make those, it both directly. For those who and, are yeah. in this uh side of the world yeah. and don't have uh WhatsApp. Yeah, you can you can call with that, but um you can also use WhatsApp to call. Yeah, WhatsApp, Messenger, and everything else. But we are going to bring, I mean, phone lines here so that you'll be able to engage us directly. But otherwise, so far, we appreciate what you do. We appreciate you for being with us. And for those who are watching and those who will watch later on, uh, we say thank you. And I just repeat, you can find us on Breaker. If you're using iPhones and all that, you can find the Apple people. You'll get us on iTunes. We are available. You can download and we have the Radio Public. That's where you'll find our podcast there. And then we have Spotify and we have Google, you know, a podcast app. Yeah. Otherwise, thank you so much. From this end of the studio, I don't have nothing much. I don't know how you feel. I'll tell you guys that we also would like to depend on your support. Yes. So we have merchandise. Now, right now we have T-shirts. Um, in the future, we'll have coffee mugs and uh, umbrellas, those things, because we want this one here to be much more, you know. So yeah. be looking for merchandise, support. It is uh, just a way of keeping us going so we can uh, have... Uh, better equipment we can have better cameras we can have better editors and all this thing right now it's just two of us and managing everything is a little bit hard it will be good if we have somebody who's manning the equipment yeah. thank you so much yeah francis is saying Kenya is rising. rising thank you so much yes. and Sema, you guys are really working hard thank you so much uh mc kenny j i need to be having a word with you soon we will talk but anyways thank you so much for everyone who's watching who is listening god bless you all and from this end of the studio we're gonna take a break coming back with music god bless you god bless you all